0: What are we talking about?
1: What are we talking about, Kisha? I don't know, but here we are for our final 31 minutes.
0: <laughs> Hello. What's
1: going <clears throat> on?
0: Um, it's a beautiful day.
1: There you go. Our end of the year wrap up show.
0: What a year it's been.
1: It's crazy, huh?
0: What a year it's been.
1: Well, let's see. In the beginning of the year, we were celebrating. We were, well, we we had celebrated how we finished off our dinners from from uh, twenty nineteen that were so successful. Uh-huh. We were uh-huh. planning our. We were planning our multi day <laughs> um, uh, conference, the forward, right? Yes. We
0: and uh, we, to... we
1: we took a trip to California to 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 suss out um, a potential location.
0: Uh huh
1: right? This is, all, yes, we did. this is all pre-COVID.
0: All pre-COVID.
1: And yet 2020.
0: <laughs> you know, it's, it's interesting because it was pre-COVID, but perhaps really it was, it was pre-our awareness of COVID, but certainly, right, it had already begun to do its work. I just think it's the grace of God we didn't get <laughs> – we were, like, in, like, the hot, one of the hot spots.
1: Yeah, the, the, it's true. We were we, – we didn't have – I don't think – we didn't have masks – when we traveled we didn't think about that but there was a little bit of like uh is this coming kind of like worry Uh uh
0: uh-huh right
1: if you remember back to to that was right it was either january or february that we did that right
0: yes it was the end of january end of january literally it was the end of january and then like a month later no it was like two weeks later oh my gosh
1: no because then i went to california first week of march (laughs) And that's when everything, I was in California. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And basically, basically all this shit started to hit the fan.
0: Yes. Yep. So. Wow. I, I did a post the other day, and I said it was on uh, Facebook. And I asked people, you know, just talking about, like, having pushed through and just some of the things I walked through, some of the things that I don't you know, when you're in the midst of it, I don't always share it. I'm just like, get it done, get it done, get it done, get it done, get it done. That's all my mind is, right? Mm-hmm. And so I will push back my emotions. I will push back certain things to focus on what it is I need to do. And, uh, and, and so like October, I just began to get really reflective of all that had happened. And so I asked people, I said, what is the one word that that sustained you through this year okay and and so for me it was resilience uh and so some people put like different words like hope um somebody put uh to breathe (laughs) you know uh they had their you know perspective was one Uh, potential was another it was so good to I love people I love um, the tapestry that we make with our lives and and to see how in each of us depending on what our circumstances were what we were going through whatever it was there was a word that really did sustain us one thing that we kept thinking about or pondering about and most of them were all positive right so in the same vein, I did something else. And so we had our, um, I have a small team. So, you know, we had, we were able to have our team party. And so again, kind of like <clears throat> with the holidays and stuff. And I asked them what's their favorite holiday memory. And do you know, and I, I even asked other people what their favorite holiday memory is. And most people go to their childhood. They rarely mention any kind of gift that, they, that happened in adulthood. Mm-hmm. I thought that was so. I just sat there and I was like, "Everybody's given like some memory, and you know, we're a good portion of my staff is in their twenties, some 30, 30s, and and some older." And I thought it's interesting that our memories are tied often to the nostalgia of our childhood.
1: Right? Yeah. No. And, you know. Well, especially like holidays. You th- I mean, you <clears throat> go back a little bit. You think about like how it was growing up. You think about what what mm-hmm. your mom how how what Christmas is like as a kid, right? Like this is mm-hmm. we 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 get we we are. I don't know. I don't want to say stuck in it, but it becomes. I guess that's how true. That's how traditions are born.
0: Sure. Yeah, they're the things that I guess because they were your first impressions, right? So you think about that, and then the other. If you're a parent, the other the flip side of that is um or maybe because there's a need for us not to be self-focused but then you think about like the best ones you had with your children <laughs> well I, I, I was it's kind of
1: funny like i i, I actually know people like we, you and i talked one day about uh in a in a in a derogatory way about the canned jellied cranberry sauce right <laughs> but i know but but i think it's my i think it's my former brother-in-law um he has to have that every year, you know. Does he it
0: eat it? He out eat of the it? can <laughs> and they cut into slices
1: because he said that was like that's from his childhood, and so like that to him, that is that uh, is, you have Thanksgiving and you don't have that, it's not right. Yeah. So but, you and
0: know, he, and, and so some, some did he eat it? Like some people just need it there just to have it there. <laughs>
1: I don't know. I don't remember. But I think it's an important feature. <laughs> yeah. It's an important thing on the table.
0: <laughs> I get it. I get it. It's like me needing to have ice cream in the house, even if I don't eat it.
1: Yes, you told me a house is a house feels empty if it doesn't have. You. Told, I think you told me that you open the freezer to see if people have ice cream in their freezer.
0: And I'll go get it. If I come to your house and there's no ice cream, I will immediately go to the store. We may not even eat it while I'm there. But we need to know that it is accessible, that if we want it, if we want dessert, ice cream is always on hand. I, I almost get stressed out. If someone doesn't have ice cream, uh-huh. at least have some sorbet.
1: And this is because of your, this is your grandfather, right? Your <laughs> grandfather was the
0: was Yeah, the it's because yeah, I grew up and they had ice cream in the freezer all the time. And you're right, so see, it goes back to those memories. And so for me, I was like, yep, ice cream will always, always be around. It needs to be in the ice cream needs to be in a freezer.
1: So because this is, this is a show of all things, but I'll bring, I'll bring a business aspect to it for a moment. So how, so no, I'm serious. How these, these things, these, these, these cultural, um, uh, traditional, whatever things that come from, from how we're born, how we're raised,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. how we grew up, what our fondest memories are, how do those then apply when you form corporate culture? When you think about the workplace, you just had a holiday uh-huh. party with your team. Look, uh-huh. your business has moved location multiple times. Even the, the existing business has moved multiple times. Well, that, that, when you move locations, it, cha- it can have an impact on culture, right?
0: Sure, sure, it can.
1: Um, and maybe you preserve some things to other ways, or maybe you actually explore and you want to change the corporate culture a little bit, but I think some of that is a little bit tied to, you know, it's like when you go to dinner with people who you used to work with and what comes up old stories, right? Oh, do you remember that time that Joe did? Blah, 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 blah. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What do you do? You, you reminisce about uh-huh. what it was like when you worked together, the team of people that maybe you don't work with anymore, but you happen uh-huh. to get together at some event or something. Right. Right. So I think this is how you form. I think this has a lot to do with corporate culture.
0: And it, so I think similarly to what you're saying, in terms of like tradition, your culture or your core values, as long as those stay intact, meaning your culture is really your core, your core values. So as long as that stays intact, as you transition, it will be there. It's maintaining those, right? If you move and then you're like, oh, those core values are gone, we're starting something new, then there'll also be a flex or a fluctuation in that as well. Um, so as we've moved... The core of who, of what, of, of who, or hummingbird is, has remained in place.
1: Sure. Well, maybe it has. Or I mean, okay. In your case, you're saying it has. But I think companies can modify. We've heard. I mean, there's been stories, um, things like Uber and others, where they had a need to. They had a. They had a strong business, but they had a corporate culture that was toxic. And they wanted to change it. So, you know, out goes the CEO, in comes a new management team, you know, so on and so forth. Don't know what yeah. else they've yeah. changed along the way, but you know, it, I think so see what they
0: had to do. But you just hit, look what they had to do to change the culture. The culture was toxic because somebody allowed toxicity to come into the culture. Sure. So they didn't maintain whatever that core was when they started. And I've seen it too. People move and they're like, oh, they all of a sudden started acting different that happened. You know, so there are things for us, the core of my company is how we see our customers and how we treat them. And I hope that no matter where we go, that never changes. It's something that I am, I focus on and think about a lot.
1: Yeah, no, I I think, and I know you're very, you're very customer centric too. And you believe that's very core to to who you are. (laughs) It's actually, it's, it, we, we, we ran out of weeks, but we, you know, we, we referenced a little bit, um, the passing of, uh, Tony Shea and, yes. uh, and, uh, his book, Delivering <clears throat> Happiness, which is mm-hmm. a, a, um, uh, the whole Zappos model and, and Tony mm-hmm. Shea and his ideas, uh, ring tree, true in the company, in, in, um, my company, um, both my own personal companies and the company that I work for, uh, mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, a, um, that, that, dedication and devotion to to the customer experience is yes. um is very important uh it's you know, a
0: lot of work yeah. it takes a lot of work to be able to do that and maintain it and you know yesterday i mean let me i'll give a perfect example of how that that works and what that dedication looks like and i don't mind i talking about things that <laughs> have the potential of not being that could be horrible right or horrific so yesterday um it was busy and one of our team members didn't do our customary check to make sure that the cake that was handed to the customer was the correct cake. So the customer comes to pick up her cake and it is the wrong cake. They, they she was given the wrong cake. The customer leaves, we call, and now she's turned her phone off. We cannot get in touch with her. <laughs> I'm like, this cannot, And so now we're calling, calling, but it's also, it's also COVID. Right. So I don't know if she's taken her cake and where that cake is, you know, it was sealed completely so then i'm thinking well now we can't really retrieve the cake this happens because the lady whose cake she took comes in to pick up her cake <laughs> i'm just like this day is like oh my gosh what are we gonna do and so because we had made that cake the cake that the other lady put, picked up and we had still cake left over we basically put together that lady's cake in 30 minutes so the other lady has two cakes. This lady has one cake because we can't bring it back. But it is that dedication to be like, we have to make this right. You know, what is it? what does it take and what will you do? I was like, oh, my gosh, I cannot believe this.
1: Wow. Yeah. You got it done.
0: We got it done. But, you know, and, and the customer was happy. I just, you know, it's just those things. I think that. And the other, other customer got a
1: bonus. <laughs> Right?
0: Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so then I thought, oh, this is what it's like. You know, if you go to Chick-fil-A and they mess something up, they don't take their, your food back. They just let you keep it. I was like, oh, this is what that feels like when you're on the other side of it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I think, you know, it's interesting. That's actually, I don't know if you've ever tried. To, there are certain things that um, if you receive something broken from Amazon as opposed to something you don't want, and you report it, uh, I know they, they track it to make sure that you're not habitual about it, but they usually yeah, tell you just, sure. to, just to throw it away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they send you a new one. Like, you know, there becomes that, that and, and maybe that's the breaking even point about what's worth trying to repair or not repair or do whatever to, but, you know, too. but I think it's an interesting overall, the, 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 the viewpoint. I mean, satisfying the customer needs to come first. Dealing with your own internal problem comes second. We should, yeah. we should, but that's not always the case. There are people, there are companies, I've worked in companies that would get so bogged down in either the assessment of blame or dealing with that, that the customer's off to the side. I
0: Yes, yeah. But
1: very early in my career, I worked for a company and there was a huge blow up where people left and took clients. And instead of just like trying to to make sure the customer was still being serviced either by yourself or by the people who left and took them with, the customers uh-huh. wound up in. Im- Really mired in the dispute between the two parties. Mm-hmm. What the customer's think, yeah. like? What do I have to do with your problem? Right? Yeah. Uh, you know that's between you guys. Why? Why are you? Why are you subjecting me to to your fight to your issue? Mm-hmm. Because they lost focus on the customer and their attention was on each other instead.
0: Right. like
1: Assessing blame, like how that cake wind up in that in that person's bag. Right. Right. We don't time for bag. that. We need to make. The-
0: <laughs> we'll do with that after. Make the cake. Make the cake. Um, I, totally. I, I think that, you know, when you have the heart of the customer experience, I just, I just like people to have a good sense of well being. Um, and when that doesn't happen, that grieves me more than the product that I lose. So, gotcha. yeah, that, that's of, of the utmost importance. And so back to like the the core. So when I say so, I believe that when those things are intact, the core, your belief system for your company, it's the same as your belief system for your family. When those things are intact, how you operate, whatever it is, then um, then the culture continues, mm-hmm. and your customers experience that too. Your customer, our our customers experience the consistency, even though we've moved. Um, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, that's that is uh all, you know, part of part of the, uh, what it takes, I guess, to, to, to build the right kind of company is to, to decide. Actually, I guess it's decide what is important. Because not to every company, customers may be not important, right? So decide what those important characteristics <laughs> are and then build those into your into – your, I, I, I'm not suggesting that it shouldn't be. I'm saying that to some companies, their viewpoint is, oh, the customer will be there no matter what. I don't need to focus on the customer. Right. right wrong or indifferent i'm just simply saying it's a it, you know as those companies evaluate what they do and why they do it maybe some mm-hmm. do it for themselves and not do it for the for the customer
0: i see what you're saying like whether it's what it's this focus is it is it um you know internally centric or customer centric i mean What oh, yeah. whatever the first the motivator is first what leads
1: i think i've told you i've had people who said to me about uh how soon they can um you know sell the company or flip the company i'm like wait a second you don't even want to build the company all you're all you're thinking about is is your exit day if you're Mm -hmm. if you're thinking about your exit day on your entrance day Mm -hmm. then are you really set up to to succeed
0: are you even set up to really provide the best Are, are you even an asset to the company Because, you know, I think that when you when you get that thought in your mind, that really is your motivator and everything you do is motivated on on your exiting. So you can lose sight of seeing people or, you know, so and even, you know, as I think about this, it's even so that even relates to our internal customers, right? Our fellow employees or colleagues or whatever. And at our staff party, when I was looking around in those moments, I get to really see my team you know, beyond them just being like, employees. And it means so much, because you get to see, it's important to me that you see people, you know, it's like I told Jasmine, Jasmine had a project this weekend. And I said, Jasmine, I said, you know, it's like, you have to. She was going over her projects. Where you've got to, I said you've got to. Um, I, I got to feel that. I didn't quite feel it tied together. I said sometimes our approach to life is like the teacher who we thought went into the closet after class, right? <laughs> like the teacher, we didn't know the teacher had a life. She, we, you know, we get there and there's all these demands. Can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? And we don't think that she's got a life outside of this. She's like do 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 do. She goes in the closet. <laughs> we get to class and she's like do 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 do. Hello, boys and girls. <laughs>
1: Right. She doesn't she live in the school?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, and, uh, the First time my kids saw like a teacher in the supermarket and they like, whispered in our ear like, that's so and so. Yeah. <laughs> OK. Should we go say hi? No, listen. No,
0: <laughs> it's an anomaly. She should not be in the grocery store. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh, you eat food, too. <laughs> Anyhow, um, so uh, you're right. Some people have a much more technical approach to how they run things. Yep. Um, I, I don't know that in the long run that is <clears throat> beneficial, but perhaps for some it is. I've found that when you, um, when you know people, and it's not, it's not like we're your best buds. There's always a delineation between employer and employee. You know, it, it's, it is, no matter how friendly you are. But to, to know people and to know um, their life and their stories helps, I even think, helps the, the well-being of the company.
1: Well, <clears throat> again, we've, we've spent a lot of time talking about what it takes to be a 21st century leader, mm-hmm. right? And we've talked about that concept of, of, of humanity and about thinking about your, your employees and the people you lead um, first and foremost. So, and I think, and I think the customer experience fits into that too. I mean, it's a bit like the Richard Branson saying about take care of your, take care of your employees and they'll take care of your customers. Mm -hmm. Something Mm -hmm. like that. I'm paraphrasing,
0: Mm -hmm. but
1: sort of of along those, those lines.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. And I think it's very true. And I think that's maybe why he is a different kind of leader uh, than, than many others who are Mm -hmm. just looking at, you know, measuring KPIs uh, uh, or, 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 I'm not saying you should lose focus of the bottom line, but the the bottom line doesn't drive everything, right? Sometimes. No, it does not. And that's, I think it's what you put at the front of your brain that makes a difference. It's not that you should lose track of any of these pieces, right? Including the KPIs, Mm -hmm. including everything else. By the way, I hate the, the term KPI. I
0: know. And you've used it like five times already.
1: I know I'm like using it in, 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 in pain.
0: (laughs) Just just only because it's a way that people understand only to point it out. So I can be um, captain obvious today.
1: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You're taking my title.
0: (laughs) But, you know, you brought up a very good point is that when you focus on, again, like you said, the numbers are important, right? We, We absolutely know that. But when you focus only on that, it also can become very, um, uh, sana- not sanitized, what is, what is that term, like, it's, um, you lose the, the emotion of it, all your, it's, it is sanitized, it's like walking, sterile, that's, thank you, that's the word I'm thinking, it becomes very, it can become, you can have a very sterile environment, because <clears throat> you're only focused on that, so now everybody, every time you see somebody, they're just numbers. I'll give, I'll you, give you another. I'll give you another great example.
1: I'll give you two great examples. So one of them is our is our good friend Jim, who used to who who used to be on this show very often. As we as we reflect on this past year, and when yes. I worked with Jim years ago, when he didn't drink coffee, he bought for the company for the company's internal use the cheapest worst coffee you could imagine, that nobody wanted <laughs> to drink. I'm like Jim, what are you doing? He's like, well, I don't drink it. What do I care? <laughs>
0: Uh-huh. That's the uh-huh. old gym.
1: The new gym yes, is much Yeah, that's more the old
0: the new gym is not like
1: that. Is not like that.
0: No, he's not.
1: Right. Um, but I'll I'll we'll you know, we'll be foodie but you're for right. a Right. Yeah, we can be foodie for a moment. You make delicious treats, and mm-hmm. you know, let's say you're making some delicious treat with uh with like a good quality Valrona chocolate, right? And I'm sure you probably do. True. Yeah. But I come but I come along and I go, you know, Kisha, you could make a lot more on that cake if you stopped using the Valrhona and you started using Hershey's.
0: Not going to happen. Well, but, but, you're, but you're right. Yeah.
1: That's where you focus on the bottom line as opposed to focus right. on the what you're creating and the experience. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And somebody mm-hmm. could come along and say, you know, your profit margin would go up uh, exponentially, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you should do it. <laughs>
0: You know, and that's a good point because – and there, I've seen companies that have done that, and do you know that they've tanked? Why? And so there's definitely got to be a balance between the, the two, right? Yeah. Because if you focus on the one so much, then you lose sight of that the good feeling. That's what I call it. It's almost like my mom, when we were younger, she'd be like, I want, I want something good to eat. What does that mean exactly? Because, <laughs> you know, most food that we make is good, but what it meant sometimes that she wanted, like – she wanted soul food. She wanted like candy yams and and macaroni and cheese and green to your and, ribs and, kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So she's like, "Oh, something good to eat," you know, or it could yeah. be barbecue, and and so, or so if you're so that's like that's like I'm thinking about the value that's added in the experience, and I mean cost wise, the value that you will receive, right? So with with that example, when you lose sight of still of adding some fat to things <laughs> you suffer <laughs> there you
1: go yeah, yeah there's, you know,
0: there's, nothing, nothing there's ever no, nothing ever
1: didn't taste better with a little bit of butter butter and uh <laughs> we all understand that i'm not saying it's healthy i don't you know don't, I, i'm not well, talking about your cholesterol i'm simply talking about the taste
0: <laughs> Oh, I was going to be like, but is butter really unhealthy? It's the quantity in which people use butter that makes it unhealthy.
1: Yes, but what I'm saying is more butter <laughs> is more better. <laughs> okay, it's like cheese, right? The gooier and whatever it is. I mean, I'm I'm so American this way. Cause, you are. Because how could you go wrong with cheese?
0: You cannot go wrong with cheese.
1: That's just...
0: You cannot go wrong with cheese. Um... So anyway, so yeah, I, I, as we, as we continue to like talk about these things that we've talked about all year and, and pack up this year, we made it to, we made it.
1: (laughs) Well, I guess, (laughs) you know, maybe a little battered, little bruised, little whatever, but we're still, but that also shows about, that also has an impact on resilience, right? And I think that's important is not giving up right no matter you, what look, yeah. this year in this year you opened a brand new establishment um in the midst of 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 the pandemic i you know picked up and completely shifted my focus yeah. with uh in, in, in the in the i mean in the middle of the in the middle of a pandemic um mm-hmm. this is uh you know there's something about resilience and and not we neither one of us uh, and probably neither did our, did our listening audience, curl up in a ball, bury our heads between our legs, and say, I'm just going to wait for 2021.
0: Right, and I want to add to that, that it's, and it's not the lack of having a desire to want to do so. Well, it's not the desire, you know, like, it's the
1: actual action, though.
0: It is, but what I'm saying is is that sometimes when we talk, people think, oh, so they didn't have a moment. I, I will confess that I did have a moment, the moment is long? not, but
1: but a moment didn't. Right, a moment you 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 picked yourself up. You didn't. You're not still buried yes. on the couch with your head between your legs.
0: No, not at all. But I'm also not superhuman, meaning that I do not lack the understanding of that emotion. So I, you know, it it is real resilience. Is that when you when you have another choice, you choose whatever that better is. Well, you know, I, I think
1: back when we read the David Goggins book, right? And he's doing mm-hmm. the and he's doing the pull ups and he fails in the pull ups. Two months mm-hmm. later, he's back. Yes. He's back on the pull up bar.
0: Yes, he fails exactly. Again.
1: He fails a second time. <laughs> And then a month later he's back on the pull up bar and he didn't yeah. like doing it at that point. He said he hated the whole, he yep. didn't want to do it. He was like, he, he didn't care about the record. He didn't care about, it's just that he hadn't accomplished it. And he said, I'm going to accomplish this, yes. at this point. I'm not going to let this get the better of me. Yes. I'm going to keep doing this thing until I either succeed or I die trying.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. That's a great, a great, great, great example.
1: So you know he, he had his his he had his internal moment of pity party, and then he got mm-hmm. back up and did it and did it again.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're right, that is the definite the true definition of resiliency. Um. Yeah, I met with our I met with our uh our contractor, our DC yesterday. Just you know, I mean, it's been a year. We're still there's still things that come up, and we were talking about the whole year. And I said, you know, I'm so glad that when everything tanked that I had a contractor like them because it, it took when the supply, when our supply chain got disrupted and things took longer than <laughs> it was like the extra six weeks that were added on to the project. And now we're closed and funding and all these things. It was so much. And I think, again, that just goes back to when you see people, there are some people I've dealt with that are just like, Oh, You know, that's not working out. They don't care if there's an atomic bomb that dropped. They want the project to keep going on. They don't, you know, without any foresight to that, something major just happened. And we need to address the major thing and get a solution. Not just like, things just continue to go. I need you to make sure, you know, this is paid, da-da-da. Anyway, just the compassion of people this year and the understanding of what we walk through and how we join together, how we, um, uh, helped buoy people along encourage them along and all those ways were so profound for me this year um when you see the human side of people in that way it is heartwarming and we get a lot accomplished
1: yes no and i think that's uh
0: better together we are better together than we are tearing each other apart
1: i i i (laughs) echo that sentiment uh entirely you are you are right on the money on that one
0: and like even with us think about it we had you know here we are talking th- through our podcast we've dealt with political things race relations and it didn't stop us from being friends
1: <laughs> <laughs> we are we tend to agree more than we disagree but but, but in fairness but, we do have we do have our moments of disagreement
0: <laughs> we disagree My point is is that all the things meaning that we could be the epitome of of why people say things don't work. Black woman, white guy, having these discussions are very different backgrounds, our experiences, right? Yep. But at the end of the day, it is our common out of our common things that make should make your friendship stronger, not the things, the differences that tear you apart. You know, and how you and we're able to talk to those things and be frank about them. And I was like, Oh, dude, we can't talk right now. We can't be friends. <laughs> so um it's a good example that that things can work um in the midst of differences and difficulties and trying times and good times and there's hope even in the midst of pain so it's been it's been one hell of a year
1: there you go <laughs> so what what are you looking forward to for next year
0: you know after so you know i don't speak to I don't know. what I'm looking forward to a lot of things, but after all the great things, 2020 is going to be my year, right? In 2019, <laughs> And it still was my year. I'm looking forward to um, just diving deeper into some great things that are coming about for the company. Taking some time personally to enjoy moments better than I have before and really have started paying more attention to that in the last part of the year. Um, and pulling away from things that don't Give um, that really don't don't facilitate that well-being. Fair I can be enough. a better person. I'm always looking forward to being a better person.
1: Well, I was going to say you're pretty you're a pretty remarkable and outstanding person, but I do appreciate that nothing is ever 100, percent and there's always there's always room for improvement. But mm-hmm. it'd be hard hard pressed to find ways to improve you, Kesha.
0: Ah, you gassing me up. <laughs> My tank is full. <laughs> I will make it to the end of
1: the year now. There you go. (laughs) Well, we wrap up our final 31-minute conversation together.
0: Yeah. And um,
1: I appreciate all of your insight and wisdom and thoughts and conversation over these last 39 episodes. Great. And um, so thank you so much for doing this with me.
0: You're welcome was
1: so, fun. Awesome. And uh, to my, to, to, to our listening audience, I will be back January 1. Um, so, uh, and in fact, the, uh, the book uh, that I will be sc- discussing next with a secret new guest host who you'll find out about when you join. And we will be talking about Delivering Happiness, the Tony Shea book, uh, a bit in uh, memory of his uh, unfortunate early departure at age 46. So, um, so please be sure to come back and join us in 2021. And Kisha, you can come back anytime you want.
0: Yay, thank you.
1: So, okay. Uh, All
0: right.
1: Signing off for now. See you all in 2021. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy
0: Holidays. Happy New Year.